I'm here at the uh, Game Developers Conference in San Francisco, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Uh, Tim Fowers. I'm with Kebab, and uh, we made a game called Now Boarding. And what's the game about? Um, it's kind of a tycoon game and a time management game, running an airport, getting people uh, where they want to go before they freak out. Um, how did you how you come up with the theme of an airport, um, and what what was the audience that you intended to? Um, well, the, the theme I actually came up with it flying on standby on on an airline, and I realized that you know um, people you know uh, when you're when you're flying standby, they they just try to get you to where you want to go on any flight because you know you're, you're standby and you can go on any flight, and and it was just an interesting way of try to getting people where, to where they want to go, and, it, and it, I thought it would be an interesting problem for a game for people to try to solve in amidst in midst of a game. So, and did you play any of the other casual gaming sims? Uh, bef yeah, um, I, I think like Chocolatier was a big inspiration because it has like these tycoon elements where you're building over time, but um, it also is, is accessible and, and casual. Um, you know, and, and generally, this time management where you're, you're kind of, you know, spinning different plates at the same time. You have yeah. to manage loading the plane, sending the plane, telling the plane where to go, keeping people happy. They give you, you give a person too many, you give a person several different tasks, and they have to try to stay on top of all of it. And so you did the first iteration in Flash, or how did that? Uh, yes, um, we we started. Uh, we, we we had previously uh, we, um, we we basically started in Flash and continued from there, but the real trick was getting it from a Flash version to a download version. We went through several obstacles trying to get it to a downloadable state. Um, and, and we tried different Flash DXE things, finally ended up going with Adobe Air, but Adobe Air didn't have any way to encrypt itself. And so we had to write our own encryption, and then we wrote our own sales portal just using PayPal and some PHP pages, and our own little like serial number entering thing. And it worked. Um, and because it was Flash, we could take the first episode and release that for free on all the Flash sites. And, and that drove tons of traffic back to our site where we could just sell it directly to people. Can you talk about, um, so you used Flash to promote it, uh, to make it easily accessible to people. Uh, why not just sell the full version in Flash? What was the issue with that? So, uh, so, uh, why not sell the full version or just allow people to literally like buy the full version and just access it off a website instead of downloading it? Um, well, because when, when there, there was some, in the, in the market, people generally don't want to pay for something and then have to go to a website to play it for offline play and, the, uh, and other reasons. And also for this sense of ownership. People want, you know, when they buy something, at least they at least want to download. I think that this is the general market consensus. It's moving to, towards other things with virtual items and other, but, but generally to get people to get out their wallets, they have to feel like they're getting something. And so we, we felt download was important. And it was um, because other models that had tried to sell something that you play just in a web page, like you know, play the, the full version but still in a web page, didn't really do really well because people I don't think understood what they were getting and, and they didn't understand the value in it. And so, and so once you did switch to downloadable, then sales did uh, improve or raise or oh, we well we we pretty much started with it. Uh, unfortunately, we had some hiccups like the first two weeks, some more bugs. We had a, that's when we came up with this whole uh, air air solution. Um, but no, it was from initially, it, it, it sold pretty well, and it, it kind of have spikes based on which Flash site we're on at a given time. But we've actually done two separate demos for the game, and we have a spike with every site that picks it up, because it gets, it's, you know, it's the new game on that site, and so it gets, it's on the front page. You have a lot of eyeballs, um, and you know, it drives a lot of sales. And how do you, um, I mean, how do you get this game on Flash sites, and how do you kind of 
keep your difference from all the other Flash games on that site? Um, well, that, that's hard um, to, to differentiate yourself, but generally, uh, most of them, they kind of have an open submission policy. Um, some of them, I mean, when you're talking big numbers, when you're talking about some of the big sites, you actually have to make a deal with them. You say, okay, I'll give you a third of the profit because we can track, we have a tracking system for seeing where the sale's coming from. And so it's like, okay, we'll cut you a check for a third for whatever sales come from people playing from your site. And um, like addicting, you know, addicting games. Sure. Um, but they've got millions and millions of players, and so that's you know that's fine. I mean, it's not like a casual portal where they're taking 75%. They're, they're much more equitable deals. And the, the numbers for these free flash sites just keep going up. I mean, they just keep getting more and more traffic, especially in the bad economy. Um, also, uh, lots of international. We set it up so, you know, PayPal, you know, you can accept payments from anywhere. I mean, for a long time, half of our sales were international until we got picked up on some big U.S. sites, and now we're swinging more towards stateside sales. Can you talk about, uh, have you done any localization for your game or anything else like that to cater to the international audience? Uh, we'd really like to. Um, we're just not sure which, which one to address. Like, our top selling countries are like Norway and Denmark. And, you know, and I don't know if we want to quite do it in, in that language. Um, we, we would like to, to, to localize. Um, but, but the trick is, like, if we put the effort into localization, could we get it on, on Flash sites that address that language really well? Could we get it to that market more effectively than we do now? And the other thing is to try to design your game to be more language independent. Like Sims, the guys talk in symbols and stuff, you know? And, and you can make your game easy to kind of navigate, even, even, just by, by making things more symbolic, I think, is a, is a good strategy for internationalization. Um, any other challenges that you ran into uh, while you were promoting or selling your game or um, making your game? We did do a fun promo thing recently. Um, we came up with this idea. It's like, okay, so people play this Flash demo on a Flash site. They get through it one time, and and you know they they get to the end and they're like, okay, well, do I want to go buy it or do I you know do I not want to buy it? And so we, we looked at that, and we also looked at you know we had a lot of 15-year-olds that didn't have a credit card, but they really liked the game. So we we figured out a way to harness that. We, we made this, this promo page. So what happens is, you play the game once, everything's normal. But if you play through the, the demo a second time, you actually get a different set of upsell ads. You know, because at end of every level we say, oh, go get the full version. But now we say, click here to figure out how to get a free copy of the full version. Because obviously these people aren't, don't really want to pay. Yeah. Um, but they really want the game because they're playing it again. And so they go to another web page that says, okay, here's the deal. You give us your email and we'll give you a, a link. And it has a link that has like a code on it. It's just linked to our site. Um, but that, that code tracks with a cookie, tracks that person. And so share this with your friends, put it on your blog, whatever you want to do. If anybody clicks on that link, if any of those people end up buying the game, we'll immediately email you a free copy of the game. And so we, and so it's just, you know, and we haven't given away a ton of free copies because um, it's just kind of a slow building thing. But people, people get out there and, and you get these 15 year olds that don't have money, but they know their aunt likes the game, would like the yeah. game. And so all, our link is getting out in all these locations that they wouldn't normally. It's getting on forums, it's getting on blogs. And over time, that actually um, builds slowly. So it's like two hits here, three hits here, but it starts to become like, you know, hundreds of hits when you're talking about all these little places that your, your URL has been seeded by other people. Sure. And, they're, and they're vouching for it. They're like, I really like this game. I think you'd like this game. So, um, you know, and, and for us, it's like, we're fine giving away a copy if that's going to help get another copy. You know, it's like, yeah, no, that's no problem. And, but the long term, it's still out there. And it's still getting, people will still run into it. You know, it's like a permanent presence somewhere on the web. And so it's, it's worked. It's, it's a kind of a new idea, and we liked it. And uh, 
feel free to use it if you want to. Uh, are there any other innovative marketing techniques that you guys are looking at? Like, have you put a video on YouTube or any of that other stuff? Um, well, we did. We have a, a gameplay video on our site. Um, I, I don't think I ended up putting it on YouTube. Um, we wanted to kind of make, make a Facebook version. Um, you kind of do that some of that stuff, but no, mostly it's been through through flash sites. Um, they have you know pretty pretty good exposure and, and a really long tail. It's like you know you you stay in their catalog of games, even though it's like 300 games, you start to get you know it says our strategy is to just get in a in a lot of little places instead of trying to get on a big portal. It's like a lot of little places add up. What about mochi or mochi ads? Um, um, yeah, we've used that. That's basically so we put ads in front of the game, uh, even for the demo. We put an ad in front of the game just so we can go to a, a, a flash portal and say okay well we do like an ad free version for a little fee you know um, you know that we we, we, we that we, so we do have mochi mo ads but mochi ads do not pay I mean they just, we, we even had a really efficient because you can put mochi ads in between levels and we were just dispensing we could dispense like 10 times the number of ads because it wasn't really in your way it was off to the side and then your score you're like it was on the left your score was on the right and and it wasn't really intrusive to the player but they were getting their ad view still does not not pay I mean it almost pays for the bandwidth to surf the game I mean it's not and yeah, ad, ad stuff is, is tough can you talk about um, episodic content? Because um, it sounded like you had episode one, which people could um, play. Are you well, are you extending it? Well, the game has five episodes, and so we're releasing the episodes as demos. And so in about six months, we're going to release episode two as a demo. And so you cut up your game, and you give it out different parts for free. Um, but uh, episodic, um, no, we kind of want to, we'd like to kind of do the add-on model. I think it would re work really well with the download. Because when you go to buy the game, it's like, oh, well, for five more dollars, you can get this extra episode. And, 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 and uh, you know, it's, it's a deal because it's normally it's this much by itself. And, and so you kind of get that um, impulse buying. It's like, oh, I'll get a stick of gum, too, while I'm at it. Um, you know, we'd like to try a strategy like that. I mean, but... You kind of have to have a product to bundle something else with it. Sure. And so what's the next for your studio? Um, we've got, this summer, we've got uh, another mashup. It's a word game, so I think Scrabble, Text Twist, um, mashed up with, like, Tower Defense. So we're all over the map. And it's a steampunk theme, so um, that's coming out this summer. And we're probably going to do a really similar model, but this time we were able to actually get even higher production value, get, it, sure. get more help, got some actual, somebody to compose some music, and somebody actually write a really fun story for it. Sure. And so um, we're just trying to make it higher quality. Um, and the next thing is, is we're, we're experimenting with some multiplayer Flash games. Oh, awesome. Um, but it's tricky because you notice there aren't a lot of multiplayer Flash games out there that aren't like virtual worlds. Yeah. They're just like multiplayer competitive Flash games. And it's the bandwidth problem. It's because you've got guys in Poland or Brazil that want to play this multiplayer game for free. and. They have no interest in buying your game, sure. and so to support because a flash game would get hundreds of thousands of plays, yeah. And for you to support a server to serve up all those people because you have to have a central server, yeah. You know, it's expensive bandwidth wise and, and, and server wise. Well, why not do a virtual world? I mean, why do a competitive like a multiplayer thing instead of a virtual? Um, world? Well, virtual worlds are they, uh, Is they it just too cliche now. Or? Well, that. Um, is, if you kind of look at what MetaPlace is doing, um, where everybody can make their virtual world, but you look at how, if you've been on the beta, a lot of them are really empty. And you're like, 
it's like the empty forum problem. Like we don't want to open a, a forum for our game sure. because until we have like a critical mass, we don't really want to start a forum because people go to the forum and it's like a ghost town. There's yeah, like a couple right. posts and they're like, well, I'm out of here, you know. And so you need to have with any kind of multiplayer community or multiplayer game, you have to have a critical mass. And so that's kind of tricky. With Flash, it's kind of easy because you you can easily get a lot of people into the game, but then you can't. It's too expensive for you to support all that way. Sure. Um, uh, what was the question? Uh, no, that, that's about it. I was just curious. But uh, yeah, any last words then for indie game developers out there? Um, just do it. Um, just uh, I mean, Flash it works good as a platform, um, and if you can get away to get the to get people to come to your site, totally do it on your own. We were actually earlier we were published and we got dropped by our publisher, and I'm glad we did because um, if you don't have anybody to report to. Um, and you don't have that other voice, like, we have to make money, because as soon as you take somebody else's money, you start making bad decisions that aren't in the best interest of your company long-term. Sure. You're doing stuff for short-term profit, and, and, and a lot of times you just end up doing a lot of stuff you don't love, and, and, and then it's a job again, and that's what you left in the first place. Okay, great, thank you very much.